Sorry, I'm feeling excited for the audience. All four? Four? I don't there know. are four on there. Four listeners now. Surely more. Erin, um, I really liked how um, excited and happy you were. Me and Bilan were just watching you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh, seeing how he was playing his squash racket. Please don't do uh, that. It's what? really annoying. The sound is very annoying. But listen, it's heavenly. Look. <laughs> no, it's really annoying. Erin is trying to play his squash racket like a banjo. I will play it. I would say ukulele. Anyway, we're live on air. <laughs> mandolin. Maybe a mandolin. Or a lute. We're really good at intros, aren't we? Yeah. Well, we haven't got the music. I could do the music again. No, don't do the music. It works so well in the last one. You got it wrong. I didn't get it wrong. Yes, you did. I did not get my music wrong. You got it totally wrong. I did not. I just did the second section of it. Anyway, we're going to insert our wonderful title music here. Turn podcast with me, Jem. Me, Erin. And me, Bilen. And we're all siblings? Siblings! Yeah, something oh. like that. <laughs> no, we are actually real siblings. And uh, and this is a podcast about games. Yay! And playing them. And playing them. And what kind of games do we talk about, Erin? All of them. Board games, video games, fun games, not so fun games. Yeah. yeah, any get any games will do as long any as there's a, as long as there's some kind of winning involved. We're yeah. good to play it. Yeah, as long as we can get competitive and very angry against each other, makes it more fun. Haven't we covered any cooperative games? Uh, pandemic. Pa- I we did believe. do pandemic. What about yeah. what about the paperclip one where I kept killing you? Oh, snipperclips. Oh, snipperclips. What about <laughs> Overcooked? Have we done that one yet? Uh, I believe we did briefly mention Overcooked. So we don't just have to win. Yeah, but we have to beat the game. So yeah. still winning. Or when we played Snipperclips, it was just trying to sniff each other until we got <laughs> yeah. it. We made it competitive without it being competitive. That's how competitive we are. Yeah. And it's good that we're siblings because uh, our competitive history goes all the way back to when we were wee little tiny ones all trying to compete for our parents' love. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to win the games. Oh, Oh, yeah, Bill didn't care about her parents' love. It was just me and Erin being like, (laughs) love me more! (laughs) Yeah, I think you won that one. Erin's just got emotional. (laughs) Erin's actually just broken out of tears. I'm so sorry, Brav. We might need to... um, Mother always said I was an accident. I mean, you were. <laughs> I don't think this is a game, game that we're talking about right now. It's the game of life. The game of life. Incidentally, do you guys remember Game of Life? I remember the Game Board of Life. Game. I don't think I ever actually played it. Yeah, because it, it was probably even a bit, like I was probably even a bit too young. I remember an older cousin of ours had it. Um, but it was weird because you, ha- you the, the kind of goal I believe from memory was to get a four person family. Yeah, like, I remember a mum, a, a dad, and two kids. There was a car kids. and it had four slots in it. Ew, gross! <laughs> Not like Conway's Game of Life, which is a mathematical game and also called the Game of Life. Oh, what happens in that? Uh, it's a cellular automaton where. Jesus uh, Christ, you make it sound boring. Hey, I was getting into it. <laughs> He's using big words, and I don't understand that. Basically, has it got you Geralt have, in you it? Have a, no, it doesn't have Geralt oh, in it. Awesome. We're not gonna it's a grid of squares, and then depending on whether there's 
two or three squares or another number of squares with a living cell in it next to another cell is whether that cell becomes alive or dies or continues to be alive. So it's kind of like solitaire with cells? Yes. Yes! Well, I understood well it! I understood You get one point. You're winning today. Oh, thank you very much, everyone. Thank you very much. Uh, and thank you, listeners, for joining us uh, here in 2020. Bilen is now oh showing us... Showing us for the audience who can't uh, see Just it. us, just me and Erin. Conway's seeing, Game of Life Conway's in Game of Life in motion. Um, we'll stick a link on the bottom of this podcast. You've made them stop moving. What happened? No, it just you pauses. It them. pauses automatically when I tap a new square. Oh. Well, I mean, bigger. that's pretty good. It's just a bunch of squares kind of dancing, and they all have different colours. Yeah. And they're dancing on a black grid. And it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Okay, this is riveting audio content. Yeah, so fantastic. thank you very much for sharing that with our well, listeners. Well, you, you were learning. <laughs> I was learning. I kind of got the idea from your description. Um, so, brothers... What are we going to be talking about? What games? Oh, we got... We got Two computery games oh. and one card-based game. It involves unicorns. And stop banging the table. No. <sighs> it involves unicorns. I'm allowed to get excited. Like Aaron, would you girl. like to start? Gem's just annoyed at the audio being well, rubbish. Shall we say what the games <clears throat> are first? Yes, Erin is going to be talking about... Unstable Unicorns! The card-based game. Bilen is going to be talking about... Mario Kart Tour. The, the mobile game. Yes. Ooh. And I am going to be talking about Control, which is a console game and can also be played on uh, Microsoft Windows. There we go. Who wants to start? Would you like to start? Is Maybe top of you the list? should start. Me? Aaron, because you might be disappearing partway through. Wow. This is true. I've oh, got yeah. Erin decided to, uh, yeah, he decided to book squash coaching, even though we'd agreed about three weeks ago that we were going to do a podcast tonight. I always do squash coaching. It keeps me fit and trim. No comment. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I was just judging how fit and trim you look. Fairly not. fit and trim. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. <laughs> but anyway. All right, Erin, tell us about Unstable Unicorns. Well, what is it? Unstable Unicorns is a fantastic card game where you have to battle unicorns against your friends and turn them into your enemies. So basically, you start off with one little baby unicorn each, mm-hmm. and you basically take it in turns, picking up cards. And you want to basically end up with seven ba- seven unicorns in your stable, which is basically like your hand in front of you. But the other players can have special cards that can either like disintegrate or kill your unicorns or take them off into uh, their hands as well. So basically, aim of the game, get seven unicorns. Basically. Basically. Okay. Um, and this is entirely card-based, is it? It is indeed. I know, I just played it, but I just thought I'd give you the opportunity to add some more detail. Did I not say card game? <laughs> I did say card game. Yeah, well, I thought Gemstone was a very card based. game. <laughs> um, and tell us about what the cards look like, Erin, because I think that's one of the best oh, features of the they're game. They're very, very cute. They're like proper, like, My Little Pony-esque cards. Yeah, and they're really And cute. even the useless ones are really cute. Yeah, I like the basic unicorns. Narnicorn. Narnicorn? No, it's called a narwhal, but I call it a narnicorn. I used to always think it was a narwhal, because they're kind of a whale. And it's also got the first four letters of whale at the end of it. But it's it's not a horn, is it? It's a tooth. No. They've got a tooth. It's It's a a tooth that sticks out. It's it's not in the right place for it to be a tooth. It's a tooth. 
it's not in the it's right place for it to be a tooth. Like, it yeah. might be made of the same material, but it's not the right place for it to be a tooth. No, it's a tooth. A is it tooth. hair? It's mm. not hair. Even... But isn't, most, isn't a lot of thorn kind of the same structure as hair? But it's made of keratin. It's the same hair. protein hair. as hair, but it's not actually so it's hair. hair. It's like fingernails. Fingernails are made of keratin, but they're not hair. Yes, they are. No, they're not. They're hard hair. So anyway, back to the game. <laughs> Let's quickly discuss amongst ourselves, because we just had a game a little bit earlier. How did we all find it in terms of playability? Because it was quite straightforward, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'd say, um, I think Bill M pointed out as well, the rules are a bit sparse, like as in we had a it's lot of questions. It's not very well explained. No. Yeah. I would say not. Like, we did, we weren't sure whether a baby unicorn counted as a unicorn in the points, so we had to kind of work backwards and We had to Google out. it, really, didn't we? Yeah. And um, I, I, I guess... For me, I don't know how you feel, Ariam. Turn your phone off. Uh, it, it felt like a kind of slightly lesser version of Exploding Kittens or Bears yeah, Be Babies. Pretty much. It didn't feel as exciting. It didn't feel exciting. anything new. Yeah. But also, like I, as much as I love unicorn stuff, I didn't really feel as like kind of engaged in it as much. But I think that might have been because like we were quite unsure on the rules of what was happening. That was not me. That was him, actually, who dropped the pen. It's not a pen, it was just a squash racket. Oh, oh my god. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. Oh, you <laughs> blame me for dropping a pen. I don't even have How a dare pen. you make gravity happen? <laughs> Stop banging the table, kicking things and knocking things over, please. Aaron is please. technically correct. It is an upper left canine, the narwhal's tusk. Ah, yes! Wow. That's a point to me. Thank you. I well, knew so it was is a it made of hair? It isn't. Well, it won't be made of hair. It's a tooth. Or, no, tooth, teeth are made of dentine. Damn it! And enamel. Well, I don't know if, if tooth wells have dentine and enamel <sighs> teeth, or if they're made of something different. So I win. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Erin. Small victory. But, but yeah, yeah, back to the game. Do you agree, Belen? Did you find it like not as compelling or? I think we'd have to play games. it more times. I think it was a very quick game, which is in some respects is very good mm-hmm. because it means you can play it just like that and not have to worry about time. Yeah. And you can have played multiple hands. It didn't feel aggressive enough. I did. It? I like no, games like, which real... build up more, so it yeah. didn't build up for, for long enough, and it didn't. It didn't seem like there was uh, any. I thought I had a card which reset the game basically. Yeah. But you realistically, won, it didn't you do that much. One by basically playing a card every each, single each time turn, yeah. and getting a new unicorn each time. didn't seem yeah. like there was a way to stop you. Yeah, but that's what I mean. There wasn't really that kind of like option to really attack someone that we mm. found in our playthrough. I attacked each of you, each of you a couple of yeah, times. But it didn't, yeah, it but it, yeah, it was very minimal effect. So yeah. Same, because playing... I had a great card, I had a real great steel card, and then it was quite easily neutralised, wasn't it? Yeah. But I wonder if... If more players create more chaos and therefore the game is improved. Also, we hadn't really shuffled the pack, so maybe we just got way too many unicorns at the start. No, maybe that is a good point. Yeah, we just played it. Um, it was the first time that pack had been opened, hadn't it? No, I opened the pack at Christmas because oh, I bought it for you last Christmas <laughs> and you hadn't opened it in over a year. <laughs> I so I thought I'd get it out. Uh, so you say. Just as an FYI, Erin, uh, about nearly two years ago, made a public post on social media <laughs> saying, 
He's obsessed with unicorns, and so for any gift that he is given for the foreseeable future, he wants more unicorns. I don't know if you regret that now, because everything you've had <laughs> is unicorn-based, uh, and you have two packs of Unstable Unicorns, the game, <laughs> and you haven't even <laughs> opened it. And pretty much your room, your studio, My studio, yeah, is, is full now of full unicorns. of unicorns. No, I love unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm actually probably secretly a brony. I wouldn't even say secretly, Erin. No, didn't you run... What was it you ran? Like a 10k? Oh, yeah, in a double unicorn outfit. Yeah. I I, I was a unicorn unicorn. riding a unicorn. Whilst singing... Always I want to be with you from Robot Unicorn Attack. Yes, great game. (laughs) Great game. Anyway, back to games. Um, How would you rate this, Erin, if someone like yourself is a unicorn fan... Does it give you enough unicorn dream time? You know what I mean? Do you know what? It feels, it feels like a, a more kind of like family orientated game rather than a I'm going to fuck you over kind of game. So it's okay. It's, I, I'd like to play it again. It's quite accessible. So yeah, like Bill and said, it's easy to pick up and play. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Six out of ten, I'd say. Okay. Decent. And oh my God, the pictures on it like, are just beautiful. Yeah, the art is really cool, like mm-hmm. really, really cutesy, lovely art. But nah, I feel like there's better games out there with similar games. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Billen, anything to add on Unstable Unicorns? I'd like to play it again before passing judgment. We've only played it once. Very and... fair of you. And also we didn't shuffle the pack properly. <laughs> <laughs> no, hang on. You didn't shuffle the pack. <laughs> I, I was the only person shuffling the pack. Maybe if other people had helped... It hey, might have been too many cooks. Unicorns. Yeah, you yeah, but they don't need to be shuffled. True, 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 true. Um, all right, moving on. Billen, <clears throat> Mario Kart Tour, played on mobile devices. Tell us about it. So Mario Kart Tour is a mobile game which has come out on both Android and iOS um, in September 2019. Uh, I was on the. Um, the wait list to be notified of this when the game came out because it was advertised on the Play Store. I use Android. Um, sorry, I'm compressing the table apparently. <laughs> uh, so I, I was on the Google Play Store uh, wait list to be notified of when it came, comes out because Nintendo advertised it a while before it actually came out. And it's basically like a simplified version of the Mario Kart games. Ah. Um, there are two ways of controlling it. You can either drag your finger left and right to steer or you can tilt your device. Oh. I haven't tried the tilting device uh, controls yet. I usually do just do the fingers. And it's called Maricart Tour because the levels are mostly based on cities around the world. Oh. So, so not fun. like, uh, what's it called, Mario Kart, Mario, what was his... Bowser's Castle and things like that. There are also... Rainbow Roads. Yeah, there are also levels from previous games. But the reason it's called Tour is because every two weeks uh, they have a cycle which goes to a different city in the world. Although they've actually repeated cities several times. So we've had Paris, London, Tokyo, New York... I can't remember if there have been any wow. others. Wow. And is this like a cartoonified version of those cities? No. Or is it Oh, yes. Re- so, yeah, the cities are cartoonified. And, yeah. Um, but you, they have recognisable landmarks. Wow. 
It's not overly cartoonified, so I think it's just more... Um, it's not to scale, it's a bit blockier and more colourful than it is in real life. Are they mm. geographically accurate in terms of the spacing no, of landmarks? they are not geographically accurate in terms of space. The scaling's all off. Ah. The layout has recognisable road patterns, but they're massively contracted for the right. purposes of building a playable circuit. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. So you're squishing all the main landmarks around a, a central circuit. Yeah, soon. but with some recognisable road layouts as well. Mm. Cool! What's the London one like? Uh, the London one is okay. It's not very inspiring. In fact, most of the ones based on cities aren't very inspiring, apart from the the current tour, which is Vancouver, which is really cool um, because it involves like going across a wooden rope bridge. Ooh. Oh, so do they all have their own kind of like unique features? Like certain stages, like say for example, I can remember a Donkey Kong Country one had a cannon that would shoot you. Uh, so there are <laughs> there are some um, jump ramps which have the ability to enable a glider, like in the more recent Mario Kart since Mario Kart yeah. Seven and yeah. possibly the DS version before that, um, and they exist. But yeah. there aren't any cannons like there are in the N sixty four DK. Parkway course or whatever it was called. Yeah, I guess well, there I'm, aren't that many uh, cities that just have cannons. No, no, no. What I mean is, is there different things in different in the different city levels that make them unique in terms of the way that they play? So, like you said about the rope bridge. No, the so the Vancouver rope <laughs> bridge is because in Vancouver there there's is a rope, rope bridge. bridge. Oh, okay, so there's yeah. yeah, but the levels themselves come in multiple varieties. There's the standard variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is you play forwards then there's the reverse mode where you play the whole level backwards and then there's as a... in just mirrored or you're driving no 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 backwards. as in you're driving the course from start to finish well from finish to start but it's a it's a lap okay so it's not a mirror it's, it's just not going a mirror it's, it's going the other way around uh-huh. the course so if there's a jump sometimes the, the jumps are different or if like you've jumped off a cliff one way then you have to fly up Ooh. when you're going the other way around and then Sorry, I found that far too uh, exciting. Both the normal <laughs> course and the reverse course have a trick uh, variant, which is uh, sig- symbolised by a T. Ooh. So you'd be like London T course or London RT course, which is the reverse trick course. And that just has lots of extra ramps and boosters <laughs> and things like that. So that those ones are really fun. Ah. Mm. And it's not just about coming first in a Grand Prix to racking up points over yeah, four as races. Yeah, as it is in normal Mario As it is in normal Mario Kart. Instead, you get a high score. So you get ah. points for chaining together combos. Oh, really? And, and is that sort of similarly achieved? Like it, um, like throwing shells yeah. or Every time you hit an or... item or uh, slipstream someone yeah. or pick up coins, do a jump boost, hit a oh. uh, boost panel... Those all give you points, and then every time you get a point, if you get another one within a second, you get a combo. And ah. the combos build, and if you're on a trick level, you basically get your combo string the whole way around both laps if you're good enough, and you can get like 120 yeah. moves in a row in your combo. So I guess there's more incentive to repeat play even if you're acing the actual race itself. Yeah. Yeah, so each level, when you complete it, you get a star ranking out of five. And as you get more stars, you can unlock more courses. 
and also get more coins to um, unlock new characters. So you don't get to pick all of your characters at the start. You get, I think you get to pick one character from the standard the set. basic, yeah. Mm. And then you have to get in-game coins to pay for additional characters, yeah. vehicles and gliders. Yeah. And then you can also upgrade them, which increases their points and also... Um, which I think handling. some of the, the more Hand, recent... Well, no, it doesn't improve the handling. It's just the, just for combos, basically. Oh, okay. like, I think some of the more recent Mario games um, have kind of started incorporating this sort of thing anyway, haven't they? Because of online play and that kind of it, the competitive edge. So, um, yeah, that sounds really fun. And I mm. cannot believe I have never even heard of this. Have you heard of this before? I think I remember you playing it, actually. Or at least I remember you playing a Mario Kart. Yeah, a I, played, I played it over Christmas quite Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was aware of it, but I've never played it myself. I don't know anyone else who's playing it. Like, I haven't heard anyone talk about it. I don't know anyone who's playing it. So I, I find that really strange. Well, I think it, there's a bit of a turn-off in that you, there are microtransactions. You don't need to pay to play. But uh. there is a competitive element in that um, each two weeks you get like a a particular city yeah. and over, over the first week one of the I think there's ten cups per city one of the cups which is three courses it, it's got a ranking between 20 yeah. different players online and if you get high up the ranking you get extra okay. stuff if you go low down the but ramp, can you can you pay up. yourself to success you can pay yourself to success to some extent. Right, so you can pay for upgrades that would help you. Yes, in but there's a there's like a cap that. on the upgrades. Yeah, and I've managed right. to hit the caps on a few things without having to pay. Oh, that's good. And, and just just really quickly to sum up, like, how are you finding it as an experience as a mobile game? Do, I mean, because that, that is a really specialised form of, of gameplay now. So it has to be something you can pick up and put down, like when you're on a train. Um, it still needs to be immersive. Uh, graphics still need to be good. Like, how are you finding all of those facets of the gameplay? So I really like that you can just play it, and each course is about two minutes long. Mm. Some of them are even quicker. You can finish two laps in under a minute on some of the shorter courses. So you can just pick it up, play a level, mm. and that's great. Um, I like unlocking things. So that collecting all of the characters mm. and maxing out their levels is fun. The competitive element is good because I like beating people even if I don't <laughs> Yeah, we know. <laughs> yes. And I don't always win. I've, I've come pretty low down a, a couple of times in the rankings. <gasps> no, really? Yeah. It's oh, are you okay? Are you okay, Harvey? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's good fun. Um, it takes a while to to get your characters up to the right kind of level that mm. you can be consistently competitive in the ranked cups. Yeah. So if you don't enjoy the game in the early stages when you're building up your characters, it's probably going to be a massive turn-off that there are these people who can just pay to win. Yeah, right. Really, That's fair enough. Really random question. Are you? How are you finding it in terms of... Are you picking it up? Like, Say, for example, you're about to go to bed and you're like, I'll play a few Mario Kart games and it's like three <laughs> hours later. Is it, is it that kind of good or no, are you quite... It's actually quite really easy to good that they have a limit. So each day you can collect up to 300 coins yeah. from races and up to, I think, about 100 experience points from races. What, and then do they just shut the door? No, you carry on playing, but it doesn't... 
progress you as much so there's less incentive to carry on so they're kind of doing a screen time thing on you it, it basically stops people from grinding all in one go yeah uh, and then getting bored they yeah. want people to keep playing to want to keep playing multiple days that's in a row but that's good for their, okay. their analytics so um in a nutshell what's your round up what do you think I think it's really good. It's not as good as the console Mario Kart games, mm-hmm. only because you can't get that local multiplayer. Yeah, which is the best thing about Mario Kart. Mm. It's watching someone's face while you beat them. <laughs> 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 or watching my face as I get angrier and angrier. <laughs> <laughs> and the, con- the controls are slightly more simplistic, so it is easier to get into, but yeah. for like the really hardcore Mario Kart fans... There's less skill to get like right at the top of the rankings. Okay, so what would you rate it at this point? I give it a nine because I'm, wow. I'm playing it pretty consistently every day. Okay. You, I've got one last question. Like, say for example, okay. when you're in last, do you still get the really bloody annoying things like the lightning, blue, and blue shell. shell? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. My favourite because I'm always last. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So moving on to me. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to be talking about a game that uh, I've been playing quite a lot over the last two weeks. A game called Control uh, by Remedy. Um, And that came out in August 2019, but I only bought it a couple of weeks ago. I bought it as a present to myself for finishing my tax return. Well done. (laughs) We're really proud of you. Thanks, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Finished it in mid-January instead of right at the end, so I was very pleased with myself. Um, Yeah, so... uh, this is available on Xbox, PS4, and uh, Windows, and I'm playing it on Xbox, uh, and it's is pretty darn good. I showed you both the uh, trailer. It looks what epic. did you think? It, I, I'm probably going to describe it really badly, but it kind well, of. Then, oh, no, tra- I'm not even going to bother. But no. it looks very cinematic. That was a terrible like... description. Well, <laughs> no, go on. Based much. off the trailer, what do you think the game would be about? You're like some superhero with psychic powers that can move stuff around. I guess it's kind of, it looks quite like action-y and puzzly at the same time. Like you have to solve some some very annoying puzzles. Or moving it's not too puzzly, stuff. actually. Oh, so they, they describe it as a, a, a action-adventure supernatural game. It's oh, kind nice. of... I'd say it's a sort of supernatural thriller. Yeah. Um, it look, the, the trailer makes it look like a horror game. But it, it's more of a thriller, which is good because if it if it's too scary, I can't play a game, as you know. Yeah. You know I can't play like Resident Evil and stuff. Yeah. If there's zombies, I can't cope with it. Um so yeah, it's more of a thriller, like you definitely get creeped out, but the narrative is so good. And these are the people that brought you um games like Alan Wake, which I don't think either of you played. Nope. But that was that had an amazing story under it. And this is similar, like, you get the sense of unravelling a mystery while you're playing the game. Mm. You you get presented with a character called Jessie, and she's suddenly the director of this kind of secret organisation. Um, but there's no kind of real discernible reason as to why she's suddenly, suddenly the director. So you're learning as she's learning. But as you go through the game, and this isn't a spoiler, you... you um, realise that Jessie herself has got secrets that she's trying to unravel while also having to be the director of this place. Do you know what the secret organisation is? 
Yeah, it's the it's well, you get told it right at the beginning. Oh, of the okay. Game. So it's not like so it's not like unraveling mysteries of yeah. what this organization. No, 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 is. no, no. You get told what yeah. the organization is and what they do at the beginning of the game, but then you learn more and more about it, and that's where it gets really supernatural. Like there's manipulations of time and space as you move through different rooms in the building, and this you start in like an office block, mm. and then you kind of move into the bowels of it and it, it's underground it's kind of in an astral plane it's like there's moving walls there's turbines there's engine rooms there's research stations like it's it's all of these different spaces that are recognizable as well as a lot of kind of weird kind of astral planes and something mm. just straight out of a sci-fi film and it is absolutely stunning when you get these set pieces when you're moving from one area to another and it opens out and like blocks of walls are kind of coming apart in cubes and then reforming into an like it's amazing the design on it yeah it's really cool oh, um yeah and uh i was a bit worried because i thought oh it's gonna be quite because i liked alan wake yeah and that was there was a hell of a lot of good story for that and i thought well that gets me through the scary stuff um but this one I got a little bit like it's really hard. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, it's really hard. Do you have different different settings though? No. It's just one setting. One setting. Um, what makes it so challenging? Well, your health is just your health, and you can only get more health. Like as you get damaged, you can only get more health by killing bad guys. Yeah. So there's no like medi packs. There's no health boost options. Also, the save points are really far apart. So. In that sense, it's a little bit Dark Souls. Not quite as bad as Dark Souls, but, like, that you have these control points and they're really the... If you die, you go back to them and sometimes you've done a hell of a lot. And is it you just have point. to redo all of that yeah. or is there any yeah, progress made? Yeah, unless there's a Unless there's a bit of story, like a cutscene, mm. you pretty much have to do it again, yeah. Is it quite linear? Yeah, like um, you 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 get a suggested order of getting things done, um, and there are a few side missions. It's definitely not open world, so you unlock things as you go through the narrative. But you do get the option to do these little incursion missions to just knock out a load of bad guys and get a few mods, which you can level yourself up with, which are quite cool. Um, and also, you can you can get these optional kind of like little mini mission, not missions, but like say targets so um you get the option to say okay i'm gonna get five of the bad guys the bad guys are called hiss um so like five bad guys in the head with this weapon and that will give you like a small upgrade but you Mm. you can opt in and out of those things you don't need to do them do you get more more supernatural powers as you progress as well yeah and that and the more you learn the more you unlock yeah. As well. So that's quite cool. So I've all, haven't quite finished it, but I've almost finished it and it just gets so intriguing. The story yeah. is so intriguing. And what I love about it is the cat like the person character person character. Person character. The human character design is so good. Like it's like it's not like watching a film, but it kind of is in the way the camera lingers on their faces and their expressions. So even you as a main character is third person. So you watch Jessie thinking and just even the way the camera lingers close up on her eyes as she blinks while she's having an internal thought is quite amazing. Like It's mm. quite mesmerising and really clever, I think. Do you it's think really maybe there cinematic. was that like like conscientious, conscientious kind of like filmic yeah, definitely. idea in there? And they did this really cool thing where they've, they've got live... Um, 
videos so you can watch an actual live action video within the game yeah so that like she picks up videos that have been left by one of the doctors who who she can't find um but it's him just demonstrating different things that they have in the lab just like ordinary stuff when you see it in the game it's like gone warped and crazy or like it's become magical in some way but when you see the videos he's just demonstrating things in a lab and talking about them in a really matter of fact way and, how, and that's how live the, action how does the graphics work there because obviously it looks quite realistic but yeah computer generated imagery never quite looks the same as film footage um are you leaving us i am now leaving i'm very sorry Bye, Erin. Bye, Bye, everyone. Thanks for having me again. (laughs) I want to hear more of this story. Well, you should have double booked yourself, Erin. You should have come earlier. (laughs) See you later. Listeners, you won't have noticed this, um, but Erin <laughs> left, which you will have heard, and then there was a hard cut, and that's because the memory card on our little recording device filled up. And then we recorded it again, and I forgot to press record. No, you didn't. It's because when, <laughs> we, when I deleted the file, I did it using my laptop, not using the interface of the microphone which meant that it moved it to the trash directory so it was still taking up space so it was full again basically what you don't need to know is all the things we've just told you what you do need to know is that we're back and we've replaced Erin with his girlfriend Beth yay hello Beth hi she's much more fun and less farty less farty I don't Uh, know anything about video games though is that a it's fine because Erin did his bit so you're just (laughs) here for lols and and he only did unstable unicorns oh yeah Uh, and basically what he did as he was leaving was he left us with a heinous stinky fart bomb yep it, it was, was disgusting nice. yeah uh bill and i had a discussion on the second version of recording this ending about how it's less offensive to smell your siblings farts than Mostly a total that, stranger's that was <laughs> saying it's less weird to do that but yeah. um, that, i just agreed isn't it quite nice smell to smell your own farts though yeah totally it smells quite nice it's it's recycling yeah, I don't know why it is, but I feel like if I've got a tummy ache and I smell my own fart, my tummy ache goes away. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> We're a weird family. <laughs> nah, I think this is just everyone kind of likes their own farts. Yes, but not everyone has restorative <laughs> powers from their own farts. What, not everyone has magical farts? <laughs> I totally have magical farts, The cure for the common cold, Gems farts. <laughs> I mean, shit, I can, I can bag them up and send them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we were kids, um, the Ghostbusters movie, I think it was Ghostbusters 2 came out and you could get a ghost, ghost in a can. Ghost in a can, yeah. <laughs> Fine again, kids. Fine again. <laughs> sell it. Sell it. Put it on Etsy. Oh, anyway, to round off the podcast, uh, where were we with my review of that game? Uh, so I asked if the cinema, the, the films, the cutscenes, which are actually live action in control, yes. were jarring when compared with the computer generated graphics of the main game. So. Uh, the live action stuff you come across in Control is found in the game. So, for example, you might find a projector uh, with a white screen and you turn it on and then it projects a live action film onto the screen in game. And no, in a short answer is no, they're not, they're not jarring at all because 
Um, what they've done really cleverly, I think, is they've kind of created a retro feel to all the live action videos. So it looks like it's shot on film. It's a little bit grainy. And also the costumes and a lot of the kind of set that you see in the live action uh, videos have that kind of retro feel. So it, it adds like another layer of, of kind of texture to the game. And it does, it works really well, I think. Um, and there's these other little video things that you see when you listen to the hotline. I won't tell you too much about what that is because that might be a bit of a spoiler, but they kind of draw on a sort of cinematic noir kind of vibe where there's just a guy smoking and talking and there's lots of shadow play and stuff. And it's just really cool. Like the whole game is super stylish. So, yeah, does that answer your question <laughs> yeah that answers my question so now comes to the rating which i know you don't want to give because yeah. you really want to see how the story pans out yeah but it's only fair that we've given our ratings you know that's what we're here to do billion you're making me rate a game i haven't finished i've done it before though i've rated a game i haven't finished before i feel like i haven't finished breath of the wild if you count the 100 percent criterion yeah i haven't finished breath of the world and i've rated that um true 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 uh, I guess with this game, I'm reluctant to rate it because the story's so important. But if I had to, I'd probably give it an, somewhere between an 8 and a 9. Probably leaning towards a 9, but when I get annoyed with it, an 8. But that's good. If the bits where you're annoyed are an 8, yeah. that's a good game. Yeah, and to be fair, the bits where I'm annoyed is more about the way I like playing games rather than the game itself. The game itself is amazing and honestly one of the best games of 2019, easily. And the annoying bits aren't as bad as Dark Souls. No, definitely not. No, definitely not. Like you, you can progress. You just, I just get frustrated with bosses. That's my problem. I just need to own it. Um, and weirdly, I think Erin's back. <laughs> Does this mean it's I'm taken fired? us so long. Beth, you might be fired. Oh no! Hang on, one second. Erin. Hello. You should back. come back. Come back. Why? Because we're recording. Oh. Because it's almost like you never left. Because oh. <laughs> we we'll, expla- we'll explain. <laughs> we'll explain. Erin, um, how was squash? Yeah, really, really good. I played really well. <laughs> this Won is, all my games. This is nice. the magic of audio recording. Oh, um, do you want to say bye to everyone as we round up? <laughs> Are you rounding up? Yeah. yeah we're oh, up. hello everyone and goodbye everyone. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for listening and join us next time where we'll be playing some more games. And not cocking up the ending, so we have to record it four times. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? Yeah, four times. Who? Uh, was it you? No, no, no. Literally, as Jem said, Erim's gone. Yeah. Uh, the memory card yeah. ran out. But this is not interesting. It's <laughs> and then you walk back in as we put it back on again. It was meant to happen. Yeah. And Man U won 2 0. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, goodbye from me, Jem. Goodbye Good. from me, Erin. And goodbye from me, Bilan. And live from, from there. there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you next